Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the frying pan of conversation, heating it up with the flame of the internet, drizzling in the oil of humour, and cracking in two fresh-faced young comedians, and cooking until golden and runny. Are we the fresh-faced comedians? We sure are, James A. Caster. Hey, thanks Ed Gamble. This is the Off Menu Podcast, where we invite a guest into the dream restaurant and ask them their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Bridget, Bridget Christie. Christie. Bridget Christie is the last episode in the series and we are very happy to have Bridget in the dream restaurant. She is a brilliant comedian and a brilliant writer, James. Legend in the game. We all respect and love Bridget Christie so much. We're so privileged to have her in the dream restaurant. Uh, one of the many people who has beat me at the Edinburgh Comedy Awards. Yes, that's what we're trying to complete the full set of all of the people who've beaten yes. James in the Edinburgh Comedy Awards, which is a lot of people, because if you think about it, how many nominees are there per year? Well, I mean, there's How like, many know, nominees? Between six and nine. So that's between five and eight people <laughs> every year you were nominated. Nominated five times? Yes. Yeah, wow. That's That could be 40 people that have beaten you in the Edinburgh Comedy So we Award. have got to find out how many people, like, finished ahead of me each Well, all time. of them every year. Yeah, probably was all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah every scraped time. in. Scraped in every single year. Yeah. But better to scrape in than to scrape out. I don't know yes. what that means, but we're very excited to have Bridget in the dream restaurant. One of the best, one of the greats. So this is the final episode of the series as well. That's a sad time, isn't it? Yeah, always a sad time. But knowing <sighs> us, we'll be back in probably next week. And even though it's the last episode of the series, if Bridget says a secret ingredient that we have agreed upon in advance, she will be kicked out of the restaurant. And what a sad way that would be to end the series, James. It's a really sad way to end the series with a heavy heart. And some people are saying that during this series, we should have kicked someone out already. Yeah. Jeff Rosen's dog, apparently, should have been kicked out. That's, I, well, I, I, basically, he said cilantro in a chilli oil. Yes. Uh, which is coriander. 
Yeah. But we said coriander seeds, and I think he meant coriander leaf. So I don't think he was anywhere okay. near to being being kicked out. Okay. Well, yeah, I just hear this stuff from my mum. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, so, you're a very sad little boy, aren't you? Yep. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and this week, the secret ingredient is... Donkey. Donkey. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Oh, donkey. <laughs> You were making fun of my Scottish accent the other week, and now I'm back nailing it, and then you've done yours. Nailed it together. Always good to both nail it together. Hey, donkey, come here. (laughs) Hey, you're still a wise-cracking donkey, talking to me like that. Stop it. Well, I hope you're all looking forward to the next off-menu lives when we do them. We will do some more. Uh, we'll be opening with our characters, and James will be fully dressed up as Shrek doing his Shrek impression. And yes. That, and that's a promise. That is a promise. Bit more of that, please. That is a promise. If you <laughs> buy your tickets to off-menu live, I will be dressed as Shrek. <laughs> Um, we've chosen donkey as the secret ingredient because Bridget once did a show where she was dressed up uh, as a, yes. a war donkey, right? It's called War Donkey. The show is a fantastic show. Bridget was dressed as a donkey for the whole thing. So we're thinking maybe she got a taste for donkey meat during that, yes. that show. And if she says donkey, we can kick her out. And Bridget is doing a new show now called Who Am I? And that's on at the Leicester Square Theatre in London later this month. So without further ado, this is the off-menu menu of... Bridget Christie. Welcome, Bridget, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you so much. Oh, gosh. What is that? Welcome, Bridget Christie, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. That's what do you nice. think happened there, Bridget? Right, I, I'm... I don't like loud noises when I'm eating, and mm. that's really put me off. What other loud like, noises wouldn't you like? Was it was it like a was that fireworks or was it like a water fountain? Bit of both. Bit of both. I mean, it's nice, that but was... I've just spilled all my drinks everywhere. <laughs> that was me bursting out of a lamp. So there were some fireworks. Maybe there was a bit of spray, like water fountain. Bursting out of a lamp. Yeah. Oh, James is a genie in this. We probably should have mentioned this. <laughs> We didn't tell you that. Is that why you're wearing those horrible clothes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They do. Can, can you describe what I'm wearing to the, to the listeners? Well, it's very bright. It looks like, you know, at Camden Market, there's a shop that's just got loads of material hanging down and purses. <laughs> And the material's all shiny. Yeah. And the, the shops you go in when you're at, at, at college or something, and you yeah. go, oh, it's so cool. And they've got just sticks lit. Yes. James looks like he runs one of those shops. <laughs> and he's dressed himself in all the things in the shop. I yeah. love those shops. I used to go to Camden yeah. Market on a weekend and go in all those shops. There was one man who was standing outside the shop, and I can't remember his catchphrase. It was something like shiny, shiny T-shirt. And he'd, he'd go, shiny, shiny T-shirt. And you go, no, I'm all right. He'd go, no, shiny, shiny T-shirt. And then once he dragged us all in there into his shop to try on a shiny, shiny T-shirt. And he made us try them on. Got them out of packet, tried them on. I went, I don't want this. And he went, well, get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> <laughs> and threw oh, the cardboard out. I want to meet this guy. Oh, I love him. I absolutely love him. Have you had him on? <laughs> <laughs> What's the shiniest outfit you've ever worn or bought? 
Shiniest outfit is a, is a silver dress that was really scratchy and itchy, and so I never really wore it, but I oh. did find it in a charity shop. Yeah, yeah. How old were you? How old am I? How old were you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ask all your guests? No, I'm excited because I'm, I'm 50. I was about... <laughs> You're excited about being 50, aren't you? You told us about it before we started recording. Yeah. yeah so it's... you heard the question, how old were you? As how old am I? I will tell you. Yeah. You're like, I'm going cr- to crowbar it in somehow. <laughs> Even though good. it was clearly, how old were you? That's what, that's what you heard. You're like, this is my opportunity. How old am I? I'm 50. <laughs> Even pretended to be offended by the question for your, for your Do you ask all your guests that? I'm 50 though, and I love it. I love being 50. <laughs> it's going to be my answer to everything now. How old was I when I bought that silver dress? I don't know. 24? 24, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure I've bought something shinier than a dress to wear. Out of all the odd things that I've bought to wear, it must be something shinier. It must be something shinier you've worn. I mean, how shiny was the um, ant costume that you made yourself? Not that shiny, actually. Wasn't very shiny. No, the only shiny thing with that was the leggings. Uh huh. Because you've you've had multiple sort <laughs> and of and the goggles, yeah. multiple, multiple costumes. costumes. Charles the First as well was that one? Did nothing he... shiny about that. No, nothing shiny about old Charles. There was uh... well, you just as a donkey for a show, didn't you? I did. Was that shiny? There was no. There was Japanese knotweed that I had to a bar. <laughs> A member of the bar staff had to cut me out of it using the, the knife that she used to cut the lemons and limes. <laughs> oh. I was caught. Co- co- that nicked you, that, that lemon knife. She had a very trusting face. That hurt, though, right? You get all it the lemon juice. Was that ev- so were you dressing as Japanese knotweed every night of Edinburgh and she had to cut you out every night with the no, lemon and lime I, knife? it didn't make it into the finished show because <laughs> it took too long to get in and out of it. <laughs> I had, uh, you know, that plastic ivy sort of foliage you can buy. Yeah. I was, I had all of that all around me. <laughs> like a green man, you know, a green <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But then I, I just couldn't get in and out of it. The, you know, my whole, I think the whole 20 minutes was five minutes of that and then 15 trying to get out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, me too. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that would be another another one of those things that I do where there's one comic yeah. laughing backstage, James. Like the time you said, wouldn't it be funny to drag that massive <laughs> award out onto the stage? To be fair, <laughs> and pretend that it was really heavy. I stand by that would be funny. What had happened was Bridget, I, I dragged Br- it out in an Bridget unfunny had won way. The Edinburgh Comedy Award. We were doing a, a, a gig that was all the nominees that plus, horrible plus, gig. plus the winner. Awful gig. It's a notoriously hard you gig. You can't win. You, you just... No. It's awful. It's always difficult. They're all sat, sat there with their arms folded going, oh, these are the people who got nominated, are they? And the night before, in the same venue, there'd been a show called The Wrestling. And at the end of The Wrestling, they presented a massive over-the-top trophy to the winner. <laughs> and that was still on the side of the stage. And I said, Bridget... Because you've won, it'd be really funny if when they introduce you, you drag this really heavy trophy on with you, like that's what you won. So they introduced Bridget, she dragged it on to absolute silence. Total silence. Because well, the they don't know, do they? When no, the wings all the way to the mic. As far as they know, that is that is the award. Yeah, yeah. but also, I mean, if I, if I saw someone dragging a thing, I'd think, oh, this, this, that's... But though you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me, me and Mike Wozniak laughing our heads off. Yeah. But like, yeah. And then you got you got to the middle and you went, oh, oh, yeah, everyone. It, it was light as a feather as well. Yeah, wasn't yeah it? really light. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's what they give you. And, and they were like, what? 
it's a lesson we all learn, but never take uh, advice from a comedian while you're side of stage. Someone saying it'll be funny to it'll be funny to do that because they're almost always going to fuck you up. Rosie Jones always does that to me as well. Like I'll say, oh, I've had this idea, but I'm not sure about it, and she'll go, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it never works. <laughs> but I can always hear her laughing. She's a bad influence once actually. In she's general. a she's a very naughty imp. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's been on this podcast. She chose for her starter all of the crisps, different crisps. I mean, I I um I can see why she did that. Yeah, I've I got a problem with crisps. Gone. Well, I just can't uh, stop eating them. <laughs> it's not a funny problem either. It's a problem. It's a dark. It's a dark problem. It's a dark problem. Like if how dark has it got? Well, I can't have them in the house. Yeah, have you had to have like a sit down with yourself, a really serious kind of... Yeah, I've said, come on, all the salt and whatnot, you know, yeah. just get on top of it. But I just can't. There's no limit to how many crisps I could have, I don't think. There's no limit. I, I, I think I could genuinely not stop yeah. until someone pulled me away. <laughs> Which, what sort of crisp, what's the ultimate one that sends you into a spiral? It's just all, all, Any, all, all crisps. Like, you not, can't not, even think of a favourite. That's n- how much you love them. Not, I can't have meat crisps. <laughs> if there were meat crisps in the house, no, would you I, eat the meat crisps? No, 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 I no. can't. I had a really weird light bulb moment where just a switch went off. It was like literally one second I could eat meat and chicken and whatnot and gone the next i couldn't where were you when this light bulb road to damascus moment Finsbury park. Finsbury park outside the um a chicken restaurant and what did you see that made you... i had been in there before yeah and then i saw a sign that said that it was halal and i thought oh right okay and then i thought oh i didn't know that and then i and then i thought i don't know where any of the stuff that i've eaten lived or how it was killed or in what circumstances or any part of its life from beginning to end. And it, I just, that was it. I just thought, I can't. So the, your issue with the meat was that you don't know its backstory. Mm. Yeah. If you'd known a little bit more about the meat, about where it grew up, would you have been happier to... And like whether it was read to at yeah. night and mm. stuff. <laughs> it was literally, I didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. What about eggs? That's the next thing to go. But in the minute... I guess you sort of do know the backstory of the egg, right? Came out the butt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always, you know, where have I got them from? And, you know, hmm. I always try and get the ones with feathers still on them. <laughs> 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 and then I keep them for... And I, I'm, I'm, I'm building them up. I'm saving them up, all these little feathers that you get sometimes. No, you're not, Bridget. What are you talking about? I am, costume. to make my... No, to make a pillow for myself. Come on. Come, I'm make not, a costume. I'll, I'll, I'm going to make a scarf out of it. Of egg feathers. You're saving up the feathers off eggs to egg, make egg a little feathers. pillow. Call them egg feathers. A then. tiny pillow. A tiny little pillow. How, yeah. how big will a pillow be? Oh, like, I mean... enough Not to, not to put your head on by the sound of things. <laughs> to put another egg on. Are saying I've got a really massive head? <laughs> I've actually got a small head. Big 50-year-old head. <laughs> In fact, I have had a nickname, which is Ant Head, because I've got a small head. <laughs> That's why, when I was, I put on four stone with my first child, uh-huh. but my head didn't get bigger, so I, looked, <laughs> so I looked really weird. So the tiny pillow that you're making out of egg feathers... It's going to take a long you're time. You're going to put your little ant head on that? It's actually, I've only got three so far, and I've been collecting them for about four years. Three feathers. 
They don't, they don't, there's not often one in there. It's in the very box. difficult to sort, th- where are you buying the eggs from that you can mm. sort through them and find the ones with egg feathers on them? Well, I only buy eggs from, if say like I'm driving the countryside mm. and there's yeah. a, a little sign outside a farm saying, get, get your eggs here. Get your eggs here. I just buy them that now, I don't just get them. <laughs> just get- um, where are you keeping these feathers? In a box. In a little box? Yeah. Is it like a Tupperware box or a cardboard It's box? an egg box. Oh, so you have, you've kept an egg box? Yeah. And you've got three feathers in there? I'm not a hoarder, but I keep certain things. Yes. What else do you keep? I've got my children's umbilical cords. Oh. Oh, God. Make a pillow? <laughs> no, because they'd be too sharp, because... <laughs> They, they're like where they dry out, they become quite hard. Do so they? I'd be like, oh, what's that sticking? Like in? sort of squid. I've never kept a squid and, and kept it in a box for fourteen years, so I don't know how that would. I mean, age. I wouldn't roll it out at this stage. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me like, like that's completely out of the teeth. Loads of little milk teeth and hair. Yeah. My son's hair because it was golden when he was little. Yeah. Like a halo, mm-hmm. so I kept that. If I was in an accident and I lost a finger, I'd probably keep that. Would you keep it in the same box as the umbilical cord and the hair and stuff? That's, that's my kid's box. So right. I'd probably have to have a separate box for all of my stuff that had come off. Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what accident are you imagining that means that you, get, that you lose a finger? Well, I just, I saw my fingers. So that was the first thing I yeah, You looked of. at your fingers. Yeah, because they're here on the table. If I lost these, I'm looking. I mean, I guess any body part, if you lost it, would you keep it? My head, if I was decapitated in a horrible accident, yeah, yeah. in fact, I should you probably... Could keep, you could keep that in the egg box, it says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just pop it in one of the chambers. <laughs> we always start with still or sparkling water. Oh, God, still, every time. Can't mm. do sparkling. I've got this... Well, A, it's very gassy. Mm-hmm. Is it Or gaseous. Yeah. I don't know what the right word is. And also, it sticks in my throat, which is weird, because it's water. I've got a very... Well, I think it's a small, a closed throat. Mm-hmm. Is it? A, a tight throat. I don't know. Tight throat. As, as I have to really <laughs> swallow food now properly, like chew it up properly and only have small... Because it isn't getting through. I would, I, so I would choke if anything's like, you know, like um, chocolate snowballs at Christmas. They've got like a dusting on the outside. Yes. That would make me choke. Or, How um, often do you choke, choke or nearly choke? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I have to be so careful, genuinely, that not at all now. A couple of years ago, it was all the time. I was like, I need to sort this out. <laughs> like, my throat, is, my throat is becoming too small for, for food that I would normally just normally eat. And is this to do with the ant head as well, do you think? Yeah. Is this all part of this? Do you have an ant throat? Well, I've always had a small... <laughs> Oh, do you think it's like ants getting back at me? Because I did, I did like yeah, 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 yeah. You pretended to be an ant in one of your shows. So now, do you think I might turn it into an ant? Do you think I might be? I think it's like a metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you pretended to be an ant, so now you're gradually turning into an ant, and it's first your head, and now your throat. Because I can carry really big boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now able to carry much more than I used to. Yeah. yeah. I have, to admit, I have been be working it. out a bit. Oh, yeah? Might be that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, so swallowing things. So fizzy water. So the bubbles get... Your throat's so small that the <laughs> bubbles get caught. <laughs> I think, actually, that is what's happening. Or they're yeah. creating... Like, because there's so much air. I'm not a scientist, but maybe all the air is not expanding, but mm. creating more space in my throat that doesn't make I don't think that makes any sense I don't know maybe all the bubbles there they do something 
Do your I, little fro- So, because you were saying you can't eat chocolate snowballs. <laughs> no, I, I can eat them. I just like have to lick them first. What? I have to lick the dust off them first because it's the dust that's <clears throat> that makes me. So then, if you're licking the dust off them first, isn't that asking for trouble? Because you just get all the dust. No, I totally, no, see, no, I totally no, see what no, you mean no, because, because you wet the, saliva, the you wet the dust. You're wetting the dust. Because it's if you in, if you put one in your mouth without wetting the dust and you inhale the powder down your throat, yeah, exactly. then I understand that that's, that's very, probably an he's issue. He's very yeah. clever, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's very clever. Actually. I am a scientist. Yeah, Ed is right. a scientist, yeah. like us. So you get all the dust in your throat and then you, your throat can't take it. So what couldn't I ask? Okay, so Turkish delight would probably kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I couldn't I couldn't have Turkish delight. In a nice, dignified way, if it was served to me in a restaurant, because I'd have to, I'd have to say, I've got to lick all of this first. <laughs> You'd announce it, yeah. I'd announce it, and then I'd sit there licking all, licking it all. Uh, you, the white witch would have kicked you out of her carriage. Yeah, <laughs> she, you, you wouldn't have had a chance to betray the other kids in Narnia. I mean, yeah. Like that is disgusting, Get Bridget. Get out of here. Licking Go and hang out with Tom. But, but uh, it might work for me though. It might, she might think, who is this uh, loose cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Licking all the Turkish delight. I'm not going to F with her. Oh, you yeah. swore, actually. I'm not going to fuck yeah. with her with this. Yeah. With this Turkish delight licking anomaly. I mean, you'd fit in in Narnia, wouldn't you? Because there's a lot of, like, creatures there that are, like, part animal and part human. Yeah. It's funny that you bring Narnia up. Yeah. Because I have got... It's not really a sexual fantasy, but oh, one of my... One of the symptoms of the menopause, which is what I'm in now, yeah. is hot flushes. Yeah. And I'm having really good fun with my menopause, but I know that's not a lot of women's experience, but I am. And I, I, my sister told me this great trick to do for any issue that you've got. Visualise the thing. So I visualise... So my hot flushes, right, I imagine that James McAvoy, mm-hmm. who was Mr Tumnus... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. ..is controlling my body temperature... <laughs> Using a thermostat in a in a like so I see him in an old Victorian house like with a wooden floorboards. So that's how. First of all, that's how you imagine your body is like an old Victorian house, is it? Uh-huh. No, but no. I, ah, I might okay. do that. No, it's just it's else. just, that's just where your body thermostat happens to be. It's him as a fawn specifically yeah. with that's the red up. scarf. Yeah. Because he's out in the snow, so that makes yeah. me feel, oh, it's snowy and cold. Yeah. But also his blue eye, you know, because he's, he's mischievous, isn't he? But yeah. it's his cloppity feet and the red <laughs> scarf, the whole thing. So when I'm getting up, he's just in there going, woo, <laughs> let's make Bridget hot and cold. And yeah. have a lot of fun with that. I wonder why uh, you felt the need to preface that with, this isn't a sexual practice. <laughs> because I don't think if you had just told us that, we would have thought, oh. Uh. Randy I've got Bridget. no idea why I said that. Because <laughs> there's so nothing know, sexual, sexual about it. No, it doesn't sound sexual. No, not at all. Well, I mean, he's not wearing anything apart from a red scarf. That's maybe why mm. I yeah. made that leap. But he does have hooves. Yeah. But he's like, I, I assume he's like, you know, he is in the film. You haven't, you know, made it more graphic. Him. You haven't made it more yeah. anatomically correct and given well, him a Well, you have now, haven't you? Yeah. Penis. So now that's in my head. Yeah, that, you're never going to be able to get rid of that. Now that's it. That's going to be swinging around while he's messing with your thermostat. But a form in in the line, the Witcher, in that TV, he doesn't have any genitals in no. that. No. There's nothing Kids there. Film. Kids film. Can't but a satyr, a satyr has a permanently erect, uh, erect um, 
penis, doesn't it? What? Why are you looking at Ben? Like, Ben, ben, ben or no? Look straight at Benito, then, when you said that. First time you've yeah. looked at Benito for the whole episode so far. Perfectly erect penis. You're like, better look at Benito <laughs> straight away. Permanently. A satyr is, you know, like the pan god. There's yeah. loads of different names. I think that a satyr is Greek and a fawn is Roman. Is that right? Right, okay. Look to Benito again. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's because he's doing all the technical stuff. So yeah, I it's assume, like Richard Osman over yeah. I assume laptop. that you know more than we do about mm. satyrs and erect penises. So a satyr... Uh, a satyr is like a naughty pan god, like yeah. half goat, half man. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a naughty god. Yes, it's the devil, isn't it? Uh huh. In 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 half goat form, mm-hmm. I think that's what a satyr is. But a fawn, I'm imagining it's less sinister. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not. Tumnus isn't sinister. Tumnus is nice, no. isn't he? Mr. Tumnus is not yeah. getting around with a big hard I mean, erection. <laughs> Although that would make sense, that's why he lives in the woods by himself. Yeah. He's been banished. Mm-hmm. No, oh, don't, because that'll put me off woods now. <laughs> Oh my god! And now I'm remembering that. I, no, I, I can't. My, I've my eyes twitching now. Yeah, I can see. see that. Yeah, it is just genuinely an eye twitch you've developed. Cause... Who are you imagining controlling your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a think. Who else has been an animal, half animal? Well, I tell you, someone who's played an animal in a film. Pretty arrogant of James to bring up his own acting career here. Have you played an animal? Well, in... it's coming out this Friday, Bridget. Oh my, what animal are you? I'm a mouse and Cinderella turned into a footman. Oh so that's, my... that's part animal, part... You probably, um, you... They've done a lot of good promo for the film. I don't know if you well, saw James Corden look, dancing in a traffic jam. You can gloss over no. the promo. No. Doesn't, the promo doesn't matter. <gasps> Is this the thrusting thing that I've heard about? Oh, yes. <laughs> Hasn't really done I us any favours. I'm sorry... If any man thrust at me, I'd I'd kick him in the face. And that was his I, only part I, of his body that was exposed. Yeah. I I hate thrusting so much. Yeah. I cannot even tell you. Ju- yeah. Even just one. If yeah. one of you just did one and said that yeah. was an accident, my hips moved like that involuntary. Yeah. It, it was nothing. To, I would. I don't think I'd ever see you again. No. Pop it up, on bread. Jesus Christ. Pop it up, on bread, Bridget Christie. Pop it up, on bread. Pop it now, is that really your choice or have you been panicked into it? Bread, be too full and also I have like a, a wheat... I don't know what I've got. I've tried to look into it, but I get cramps with too much bread and stuff. I think mm-hmm. it's the wheat. So you go pops every time. How's the tight throat dealing with poppadoms? That's not dry. That's okay. Uh, yeah, so I just, I just crunch them up. You've got to crunch them up quite a lot, I'd imagine, if you yeah. try and take them down too dry or... If they're in shards, I'd imagine the ant throat is not going to like that. No, I would. I mean, you wouldn't swallow a massive sharp bit of poppadom. I'm, I'm not insane. I've got a small throat. <laughs> You're going to swallow a massive what? shard of poppadom. It's just dusty things. I'm not, God. Just because I'm 50. You know, you can take me out. I'm not going to... You know, be sticking things in my throat. Going, ah, why didn't I chew that up? I'm not, you know. Sorry, I'm only half a century, you know, I'm not. Yeah. Have I got any, any things with the poppadoms? Yeah, well, what would you like with it? Because I was going to say, does that make it difficult for the ant throat if you're putting toppings on it? We don't need to talk about the ant throat anymore. <laughs> why, why don't we need to? I mean, we've never had a guest on the podcast who's got an ant throat before. It's just, a t- I'm sure you have a tight throat. They've just not admitted to it. Well, just, this is the first time we've been able to talk about it, and you know, I just think it's, it's relevant. It's become smaller in the last five years. 
It's become harder for me to swallow things in the last five years. Okay. But I do, I do. I don't, mm. I don't like chew my food up and then spit it out. I do swallow it. Because we're talking about food on this podcast. Yeah. Earlier you said you kept the umbilical cords. Did you eat the placenta? No, it, it, it didn't come up. It, like, I wasn't asked. And actually, when I... The, the, the midwife threw day, my daughters in the yeah. bin. Oh, what? Well, in and a normal, I had a to bin. fish through the bin to get it. I said, I, I really... I, I'd, like, burst into tears, and I said, I wanted to keep that. And she was like, it's, you know, it's waste or whatever. <laughs> Just chucked it in the bin. Because we don't keep things like that. Lots of cultures, indigenous yeah. cultures, mm. keep placentas and... And but and they because they believe in like in the planet and stuff and so they give something back to Mother Nature because they think they've been given life, so they plant it in the ground or they attach it to a tree, and they sort of see it as giving something back. Uh, it's really amazing all God, that I'd stuff. I hate to stumble across that tree on a walk. <laughs> I'd be absolutely petrified. Imagine if you're taking a walk at night time and found the placenta tree. No, we just throw dog shit in them, don't we? Instead. What, in the trees? Yeah, in bags. Have you not seen trees covered in plastic bags? No. Have you not? I've not seen a tree with a plastic bag full of dog shit. <laughs> That's the... In, if, have you ever been on a motorway? <laughs> so, by... In a lay-by, look yeah. at the trees, people just... Or Do you walk? Have you got a dog or anything? No. Right, maybe, walks, maybe you've but... not noticed. Yeah, trees are now... Back me up here, but... Uh, I can't believe this. I can't believe you don't know how much people throw bags full of dog shit into trees. No, I've never seen it. Yeah. Neither of us have seen this. It's Benita? a thing. It's a thing. Benita's shaking his head. Yeah, it's a thing. I think you're living very sheltered lives. <laughs> you, boys. I don't um, know. I think maybe you're the one living quite a sordid life. It's not me. I haven't got, huh? a, I haven't got a dog. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Also, it's like, why go to the bother of putting it in a dog bag? Mm-hmm. It's probably better to just let your dog foul, isn't it? Because of the plastic. Did you see one tree where this was the case? Or have you seen it? Or do you see it a lot? It's a thing, and you're going to get lots of calls about this, I yeah. imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing that people do. It is a blight on the countryside. Yes. And in parks. I, be- I believe you. I've just yeah. never, I've never mm. seen one. Well, you're lucky. I wish, yeah. I, I wish I, that I had not seen it. Yeah. yeah. It is all, imagine all the little birds that are should be in Packing there. into them, thinking... Instead, they've got a tree full of dog shit. Well, I don't think they'll be pecking into the bags, will they? What kind well, of birds do you know? Well, I don't know any birds, but... Well, they don't eat bags of dog shit. Yeah, but they might want to see what's in the... <laughs> <laughs> they might want to see what's in the bag, though. What kind of a bird is this? <laughs> what kind <laughs> of tree is this, you know? They're not going to pack a plastic bag that Right, OK, they're not going to do bag that. bag that doesn't yeah. smell of... I grew up in London. I don't really know about or... nature. <laughs> Would it peck a placenta? It might do, actually, because that's organic matter, isn't it, rather than a plastic bag? You'd hope so. True. Would you rather sleep on a pillow made of egg feathers or sleep on a pillow made of feathers that are from birds that are exclusively... Which, and, and the, or, uh, eggs don't grow feathers. Huh? <laughs> well, you, you're, you, you, you're the one who said you saved an egg feathers, feathers earlier. Yeah, sorry, Would you I rather you sleep on a pillow full of egg feathers or sleep on a pillow full of feathers from birds that have exclusively been sitting in the dog shit tree? It wouldn't make any difference to me. No? No. Wouldn't they smell a bit of dog shit? No. Because the, the, the... Well, no. I mean, unless they had a bath in it, which they don't yeah. do. Okay. Um, they, I mean, how would I know? We'd be able to tell We'd you. tell you at the end. Oh, you'd tell me. We'd tell you you'd have one night with you pick your pillow. Well, the, the little the egg feathers then, I think. Egg feathers, yeah. yeah fair enough. 
if you had a pet bird and you bought it and you were really happy with it and you were excited and you brought it home to your kids, why are you shaking your head before I, I even got to... The, the, I can't even go to aviaries. It, it bothers me so much. Oh, or zoos. I can't cope with cage, anything caged. OK, well, it's not in a cage then. Oh, so I live on a huge estate and it just flies around? Flies around your house? Yeah. If it the can house co- bird? If it can come and go as it pleases... Yes. Well, I've got three cats. Uh-huh. So I wouldn't have a bird. But well, let, let's just in uh, harmony with the birds. Let's just say they all get on. Yeah. yeah. Your family love it. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah. It can come and go as it pleases. But here's the catch. Oh. All it eats is bags of dog shit. <laughs> do I have... Yeah, you've got to feed it. That's the scenario. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's the scenario. Yeah. So everyone loves the bird. It comes and goes as it pleases. Sings, sings so nicely. Sings a beautiful song every day. I'd have to say to it, there's a lady down the road who's got a dog. Yeah. You'll have to eat there. <laughs> and then come back when you've finished and have a wash before you come back. I don't think, because I think then I could call, for example, the RSPB yeah. and say that Bridget's got a bird, but she's refusing to feed it. Mm. Hang on a sec. I was given a scenario yeah. with no options or deviations. Yeah. So I don't know why the RSPB are now getting involved. <laughs> Because you're refusing to feed your bird. No, I'm not. Yeah. Yes, you are, because it only eats dog shit and you're making bags someone else do it. Bags of dog shit and you're yes, making someone else Yes, but we've come to an arrangement. If Polly yep. then said, well, I'd rather eat here, yep. I would say, well, we need to have a look at your diet then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's a reasonable thing to say to a parrot. Yeah. It's a parrot. <laughs> is it? Well, Polly, I just assumed Polly it was a parrot. Like a parrot. Yeah. It does it? Yeah. Well, I hadn't... I Classic just... parrot name. Yeah. We've got those green parrots at, out the back with the red beaks. What are they called? You know, the ones, the green parrots. Parakeets. Yeah. 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 They, they manage to get squirrels off the nut feeders. They, like, shout at them and the squirrels get off. What, what, what do they shout? Well, they go like, wow, wow, get off, you <laughs> st- stupid feathered idiots. They call the squirrels stupid feathered is it? idiots. Which is rich because I, I think squirrels are cleverer than parakeets. They don't have feathers. Yeah. I once saw, this is, well, I only did it once and then I felt really mean. I Because there's li- little birds that I love coming in for their nuts and whatnot and their fat balls, but the, the squirrels would always just get them. So, um, and I had this pole and I'd... I'd made this pole that was so high that they couldn't, but they still managed to get up it. So I put a little bit of Vaseline on the pole <laughs> and a, a squirrel <laughs> sort of did like a... <laughs> it, 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 well, it was one of the funniest things Like I've a stripper seen. move? Yeah. Great. Went all the way Twirled down. Twirled all the way down. Twirled all the way down. And then, you... I, then I rubbed it off because I felt mean. What? <laughs> rubbed the Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> Genitals, have they? <laughs> <laughs> squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen oh, any, God. have you? I've have not you? seen any school genitalia. No. So, yeah, who knows? Don't know how easy it would be to rub one off. <laughs> water, we've only done water. <laughs> <laughs> Your dream starter. Right. 
Can I have, please, mm. my daughter's mackerel tart with salad from the 1980s? <laughs> OK, let's... Yes, you can. Yeah, of course. Um, we need to know more about both yeah. of these things. OK. Let's start with your daughter's mackerel tart. So she'll do her pastry first, mm-hmm. short crust pastry, which she's very good at, and she'll do it, pop it in the fridge, do it all properly. Mm-hmm. Then she does leeks in butter on the hob. Lovely. So when she's blind baked the pastry, uh-huh. base first take it out, put the buttered leeks in. Uh-huh. And with frozen peas, so that soaks up the butter. That's yeah. really nice. Then you layer the smoked mackerel, make sure all the bones are out. Uh-huh. And then it's creme fraiche uh-huh. mixed with um, eggs and salt and pepper. Pour that on top mm-hmm. and then put some more mackerel and then bake that. That sounds delicious. Sounds good. It's it's very good. How old is she? Ten. Wow. Pretty impressive. That's she's really very, impressive. She's very impressive. Yeah. Loads of cakes as well and stuff, but the but the... Her mackerel tart and her bread. Oh, shouldn't really have it, but yeah. she's really good at making it. Does she, and does she just decide she's going to do this? She's just like... It's her thing. I'm going to crack on and do this. It's her thing. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a van when she's... You know, that's going to be her job, a little food van. When did you start this interest? When did you start getting into this kind of stuff? A couple of years ago. Yeah. About two, two, three years ago. What was it that... I like baking. I like. We would uh-huh. bake together. Yeah. And then... Um, you know, if I'm busy or something, she'll just do it herself then. But it's nice to do it together. Would you say the student has become the master? She's pretty good. She's really she she made me a lemon birthday cake for my fiftieth birthday. So I was fifty. Are you fifty? <laughs> and it was really yeah. It was just everyone was like, oh wow. So yeah. We, we took it. We took it to the restaurant. I was so proud. I can't have smoked mackerel anymore, Bridget. Oh God. Because um, I love it. But then a few months ago, I had some for breakfast. And I went bright red. A bone? No. Oh. No, I've got a massive throat. I've got an massive elephant throat. Massive big old throat. No, something in it just made me go... I felt like my head was going to pop off. All of a sudden? All of my, all of my blood went to my head. I, didn't know I felt like it was going to pop off. I looked in the mirror. I didn't, it didn't feel... I just felt hot. And I looked and I'd gone completely red. But why would that happen just out of the blue? Sometimes I think the way... I looked it up. Sometimes the way they store mackerel... There's an issue with it, and there's okay. too many hist- there's too many histamines in it. So it's like I had a massive allergic reaction to this mackerel. I went wow, completely red. I did. So what do you mean, salad from the eighties? Salad from the eighties was diff- different. You can buy a lettuce now that is more like the lettuce you used to get in the eighties, which is called butterhead lettuce. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, I've noticed. Oh, I shouldn't really say, but I've noticed that salad items and herbs, especially sage are not, not what they used to be since we left. <laughs> I don't know, they're just stuff What do you mean me- you shouldn't really say that? Well, I, stuff is going... get cancelled? My fruit and vegetables and salad is going off much quicker. Yeah. And I, this is the most middle-class thing I have ever said in my life, and I'm ashamed yeah. to say it. But sage, when I used to get sage, the leaves used to be really nice and small mm-hmm. and thin. And now they're sort of really big and chunky and hard uh-huh. and they won't fry p- properly. And I'm ashamed that I've just said that. I'm ashamed <laughs> of myself. You, and you see this as a result of Brexit? It's entirely... My, my, yeah. my hard, chunky sage is because yeah. of Nigel Fr- and I hate him for that. <laughs> and out of all the things that have happened, all the people who've lost their livelihoods and everything, all the worst things, my, ha- my 
chunky sage is absolutely the, the worst yeah. thing that has happened yeah. to come out. Hard chunky sage. Why is that then, do you think? Do you think now you can only get British sage and it's harder and chunkier and beforehand you were getting, like, French sage or something? I don't know, but I can't fry it. Right. You it, like there's a thing sage? called sage eggs. Have you done them? What? It's butter in a pan. Uh-huh. Loads of chilli yeah. flakes. Sage. Yeah. You fry all that up, the sage with the chilli and the butter. Yeah. Put it in a little jug. Yeah. Another thing with the menopause is words. <laughs> is that a menopause thing? Yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's the na- words, names, yeah. people, getting people mixed mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So what happened there, Matt? Tell me, add the word jug, hid it in his scarf. I'm going to make it you now as a mouse running me, off with my me words. As a mouse. Because he's doing the heat thing. Am I thrusting in it? <laughs> no. That's no. ruined it now already. Sorry. It's going to have to be Mr. Tumnus for all of my symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, for the words, I think you should imagine James as a mouse, Acaster, not Gordon, thrusting and the word is bumped away. He thrusts the word away and then yeah. it pings off into the. From distance. his hip, hip groin out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Groin. I mean, <laughs> that might make me grasp the word quicker. Yeah, because you if want to I, catch I it. Before you want the thrust in to stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to not see that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every single time, <laughs> I'll thank. I'll, I'll have you know, I can't think of a word which is multiple times every day. Yeah. I will now be thinking of which half of him is a mouse now, the well, bottom half or the top half. In the film. The whole of me is a mouse, and then I turn completely into a human. So, yeah. but no one's, no one's going to watch that. So, imagine it yes. however you'd like. Okay, so I'm going to have your bottom half as the mouse, because yep. there'd be no genitals or anything. Okay, like Mr. Tumnus. Just like Tumnus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, bottom half is a mouse, and then the top half is is you. Because yeah. I like you, and you're my friend, and we've known each other. Yeah. So, because if it if it was the mouse's head and face, yeah, I wouldn't really know that, and yeah. your bottom half. That's not a good combination. No, it's inappropriate. I think it's much better to have a, f- a cute, furry, yeah. genitalia-free bottom half. Yes. That's quite cute, maybe with the tail. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, you need and the then tail. Your, your top half. Now tell me, Bridget, do you imagine then, if his bottom half is the mouse, is he on all fours? Is he on his human no, hands as well? No, he's standing up on his mouse legs. Standing up on his mouse legs. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. my arms, yeah. human arms. He's actually on a bicycle. Yeah, Pretty hard to thrust on a bicycle. bicycle. Just, just, unicycle? Just Easy to thrust on a unicycle. Yeah, I can thrust on a unicycle. No, you'd go backwards and forwards. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be very hard to do. That I think you'd come off and I'd be stressed. I'd be trying to think of the word yeah. and stressed about you hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'll just have him standing by a pond or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good, good job you got there. Is it a big part? No, not really. How did you end up being a mouse? In- <laughs> In a film. Well, he was cast in it, and then they said, what do you want to play? Yeah, they said, look, you could be... Obviously, you could be in this film. Choose the role. Is that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no I wonder are... what about you made them think mouse. I'll tell you what it was. I'd love to know who else was up for the mouse part. Well, I can tell you. I mean, it wasn't meant to be... And this is, this is, this is widely known. It's already been reported. But I wasn't meant to play the role. So originally... It was um, John Mulaney. Right. But it's filming in the UK during COVID, so couldn't do it. And it was like two days before filming. So like, we need, we need to get someone quick. And uh, the person playing the prince just said to the director, 
This is such a brilliant story. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And the, the you know the director Kay Cannon, she hadn't heard of me, but she trusted the prince, so she went, "Yeah, all right." Who's the prince? Did he seen your stand-up? Yeah, he was watching my stand-up at the time. He was oh. watching my shows at the time, like uh, not live. <laughs> <laughs> but he had been watching them in the evenings, and he was like, "I'm watching this guy. Get in." That's why this <laughs> business is so you can't take anything personally, or you can't <laughs> you can't sort of be upset about anything that happens because it's so random, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, pretty funny. That's a great um, story. So like. The, 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 the mice are all called... So James Corden's mouse is called James. Ramesh Ranganathan's mouse is called Ramesh. How did he get his part? Oh, he was first choice. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Ramesh. Yes, yeah. And then my mouse is called John, because John Mulaney was meant to play it. Oh, that's funny. They didn't change that. <laughs> yeah. Can't have two mice called James. Yeah. So... John so the they asked Ramesh to be a mouse. Yes. Like they, Ramesh right. was always... So they, they contacted me and said... Do you want to do this? Films in two days' time. The other mice are James Corden and Ramesh Ranganathan. I was like, yeah, of course I'll do that. And how much of you of, are you you in it like this? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not. You know, my range isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Is I it think, animated then? Is well, I think what Bridget was asking is how much are you human and yeah. how much are you a mouse? Oh, good rather, question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I should have made do that you clear. Act well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm like. Uh, for most of the film, I'm a cartoon mouse. Can't, can't. Okay, I, I, a CGI mouse. CGI mouse. And then we get turned into hu- humans. Do we see the like in Doctor Who? Do we see you transform? Yes. Do you have to go ah, ah and stuff? Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing that happens. So, like, yeah, the, um, the first thing we had to do was turn into humans from when we were filming, and uh, we had to start in a very low down, crouched down position. Uh, the three of us, and then Kay Cannon shouted, action! And then we were to jump in the air and land on our feet like we've just, like, transformed. Right. And the first take we did of that, crouched real down low, jumped up in the air, landed, and then I did a big fart. <laughs> a really big, loud fart in front of everyone. Did you really? Yes. Did they keep it in? <laughs> well, I don't know yet. It comes out on Friday. <laughs> but did everyone... I guess I'll see. Did everyone hear? No, everyone was very nice about it. Uh, everyone made out that they couldn't hear it. But I was like, there's no way you couldn't hear that. I mean, was it ner- like a nervous fart? It I was, think it was um, just the position, oh, I, I, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the position. But also probably a bit of nerves. Yeah. I'll admit that. Have you got a loose rectum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was getting into the role of a mouse. And I'm pretty yeah. sure mice, mice just plop whenever, don't they? So, like, <laughs> yeah. They do, don't they? I thought, surely, yeah, if I was like a, a human who You've really got just, into just been a mouse, yeah. This is a great double act, tight throat and loose rectum. <laughs> I mean, I'm up for it if you... <laughs> <laughs> so you said to the squirrels? Squirrel again. <laughs> oh God! You made it to a sexy little pole dance for us, you. isn't it? I it is. We're not, normally... not usually smutty. Yeah. I'm not. I'm never smutty. No. Oh God! No. It must be because I'm fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of summer. 
yeah. at my dad's house. And the salads, I don't know, just every everything seemed to be much more vibrant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my memory of them, but tomatoes were much redder and juicier and salad was much more natural looking. That sounds really crazy. Like, it, the salad that we used to get, mm-hmm. to me, feels like it was all from an allotment in a way that it yeah. doesn't feel now. And I can't really explain maybe because it's really packaged and that might be and it. washed and in that you used to when you got things where they were in season so you could only yeah. get things when they're in season so they would taste mm. fresh and nice and now the way mm. things are packaged and stored you can get things all year round but they're not yeah. necessarily as nice. the right time to eat them yeah exactly you want in season 1980s salad lettuce lovely yeah you know potatoes maybe mm. mm-hmm Salad cream. Yeah. We don't really have that anymore. That was sure. a really big thing, big part of the salads when you're much younger than me. Aren't you? I remember salad cream, but yeah. You can still get it. You it's gone some... the way of the dodo. I think it might have a bit of a comeback, you know. Yeah, it feels like it's, it's actually due, pretty it's nice a on a, on a p- new potato or an egg, isn't it? It's or like... yeah, yeah. on a cheese sandwich. I'd put it on, on a cheese, cheese sandwich. On a cheese sandwich, that's really good. Cheese salad cream sandwich, good stuff, yeah. That's really good, yeah. I got put off salad cream at a young age because um, a kid in my class was eating something with excessive amounts of salad cream in it mm. and it had built up in the corners of his mouth. Oh. Uh, and I remember seeing him doing that and thought, well, that's it. Never eating that again. That's it for salad cream. Never yeah. eating salad cream again. Oh, you should have cleaned it off for him. What? <laughs> yeah, that would have that would have got you over your phobia of salad cream if you'd... Uh... Did I even just... What? With a napkin to stab the... Dressed as a squirrel. Stab the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not dressed as a squirrel yet. <laughs> Don't get ideas. I'm just as a mouse. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed. 
answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your main course. This is hard. These sorts of things are always hard for me because I, I genuinely don't have favourites of things like bands, colours, you know, f- food, things, you know, clothes. Things are all equally good mm-hmm. to, to me. I, I yeah. can't. It's very hard. So this is, this is hard for me. But would I be able to have, as my main meal, bits from different places? Are you talking about global, t- global tapas? No, I I had, right, this is, there are so many meals that I've had in my life, but there was one bowl of pasta that I had in Sardinia Mm. years ago when my daughter was about two and a half, three. Uh, My mouth is watering now, just think, I don't know how they... Don't let the water build up in the corners of your mouth, otherwise James will never be able to drink (laughs) it again. It was very simple. It was pasta with fresh pesto and Mm. pine nuts Mm. and... Whatever they did with it, I don't know, but I've, ne- I n- I've never had anything like it before or since. And, I- and it was a very big bowl. I think it might have been for all of us, but I had all of it. Uh-huh. And, then, and then my daughter sort of had fallen asleep on me when I was eating it. And I always think about that. And it was so delicious. Yeah. I think they do do it differently over there. What kind of pasta was it? A linguine. Mm-hmm. I think they just use really good ingredients, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think that's it. And I guess the setting and the surrounding as well. and the, Yeah, and the memory. It yeah. was really windy and we were by a beach as well. We have a surprisingly few amount of pasta dishes as the main course, don't we? We do, actually. That's what I, yeah. I think we've had loads. People take we've pasta for granted. They do, uh, yeah. yeah, but if you get... Uh, this is why I've picked this particular one. Because everything, everyone thinks pasta, pasta. But if you have it in Italy, especially on an, on an island or so, like Sardinia mm. or somewhere, mm. it's going to be maybe oil that they've that they've been making the same way for a long time, like yeah. maybe mm. hundreds of years or something, and ma- been making pasta like that mm-hmm. for a long time and making pesto like that for a long time. It's not like what we'd have here. Mm. I've, no- I've never had anything like it. It's just... It's so amazing. I couldn't quite believe how amazing it was. And also sometimes simple dishes, because I've eaten, obviously, I've eaten a lot because I'm 50. <laughs> And, you know, there's all, there's like fancy meals that I've had. Or, you know, I remember once when I was in Kerala, this guy brought this fish out in this banana leaf. And me and my friend were like, I actually cannot believe how beautiful this is, the taste of it, what it looked like, where we were and everything. But I always go back to this pasta. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. And you think of all your family meals that you've had and things like that, but... It's got to be the pasta then, hasn't it? Do you want your daughter sleeping on you? Oh, yes, For it as well, for this course? Can I have her? 
kind yeah. of... Yeah, two and a half years old, <gasps> sleeping on you for this course. Oh, well then, well then of course I mean, it's, it's a bit of a, she's all over the place in this meal because she's, yeah. she's had to cook the starter when she's and then 10. She's had and then to go she's back in time. Back in time yeah. to sleep on your shoulder. So what else did you, because you were talking about adding lots of different things, but this pasta seems to be the main focus at the moment. But could I, I mean, I can have a side, can't I? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we, we're going to come to the side dish. Also as well, with the pasta, I was wondering if I could have some of my dad's potatoes or chips maybe no i can't well it depends is that he wasn't there so he can't really be he there. wasn't there do you want your dad sleeping on your other shoulder no he'd be a bit of a noisy sleeper <laughs> <laughs> you've got some potatoes in your salad and your starter can he do those then yes. yeah what's what's he what's he doing to them well he does cook them i'm not sure that would go the way that my dad cooks potatoes could be chips or ra- he's famous for them yeah, I don't know what he does. But so people always talk about. Everybody talks about my dad's chips and potatoes. Every, literally everybody. Wow. No one who's come to the house, who's been in that house since the late fifties, has ever had a potato cooked better than how my dad has cooked them. Really? It can be chips or potatoes. Yes. And because I've got siblings who live in different countries now, if they come home there, and dad's like, "What do you want? Anything with chips or potatoes?" Does he, does he keep it a secret what he does with them? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Have you ever watched him do it? Do you think you've you've picked up the knack across the years? I'm not bad at them, but it's a fluke, and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. Yeah. He buys a particular potato, mm-hmm. and he does something to them before they're cooked, and then I think he uses very, very hot... They're just very light inside mm-hmm. and very hard and crunchy on the mm. outside. That's always. what you want. And the perfect colour yeah. every time. Now, I feel like they've got to make an appearance because they sound so good. Well, that would be very nice. Do you have another side dish that you need to get in? Spinach. Oh, you need to get the spinach in. Mm. So where are we going to put the potatoes, James? I mean, I'm prepared to allow multiple side dishes for this one. Are you? Double side? Double side. I mean... It doesn't sound... I mean, because... I mean, if nobody else has had multiple what, Why size? the spinach, though? Because, like, like, spinach, to I me... I can't really do without spinach. <laughs> mm. If I had to live without spinach, I'd feel like I was going to be really ill. Yes. So it's like a more of a medicinal thing for you? No, I, I love everything about it. Yeah. I almost can't cope with how much I love spinach. How often oh. do you have spinach? Well... Once. I'd have it... <laughs> You've only had it once. Most, you know, all the time. Yeah. Four times a week. Everyone else having it in your house or is it just you? No, I, I love it the most. Like raw or are you cooking it or what are you doing? I don't with like it? it raw. No. Mm-hmm. Quite good microwaved. Yeah. And or steamed. Butter? Butter, salt, garlic. <laughs> yeah. You, you just went to another place then. If it's on any bill ever, I, was always, I would always get it, but sometimes they... I have to say, with no cream, I don't want it creamed because uh-huh. it's, too, it's too much for me creamed. I just lo- and it takes the greenness away from it, so it dilutes right. the colour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a vibrant dark mm-hmm. green, isn't it? Yeah, the most amazing green, isn't it? Yeah. You do feel healthy eating spinach as well. Yeah, more than anything else, like kale or anything, is, yeah. is a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. There's something really of the earth about spinach mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. That sort of slightly metallic, irony-ish, the colour. Just everything. If I could only have one thing that I was allowed to eat, that w- it would be spinach. Would it be spinach? For the rest of your life, you had to eat one thing. Yeah, and it, it would. Spinach. It would. Yeah. So you'd never get the, bored of it. Well, I, I, I would, but I, I mean, I only had one. Th- that was the deal, wasn't it? 
what yeah. the studio is, the deal you set up. Yeah. What would annoy me is that I, could, I wouldn't be able to, like, chew it. I would, I would miss not being able to chew down on something hard. Yeah. But then I suppose I could keep some raw and have, like, the, st- the stem. That's not you could deep fry it, I suppose, it. make it like spinach crisps. Yeah. And we know what you like with crisps. I wouldn't yeah. do that. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't actually. do that? No. no. Do, you, do you not think if, if, if all you had for the rest of your life to eat was spinach, that you would delve into other ways of eating it rather than just the same way every I time? I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? So you would probably open your mind a bit more to creamed spinach, just for some variety. Where are we getting cream from? That's a really good point from Bridget, actually. Because it's the spinach dish. Yeah, but no, you can't, if you can only, only spinach. eat spinach. Okay. You can't have garlic and butter in there either. No, but that's the point. I would just have steamed spinach. If you had one thing forever, you'd just have steamed plain well, you spinach. You've got to pick one thing. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, I, that, that surprises me. If you said that spinach with butter and uh, salt and garlic, that was the thing you'd have for, oh, Okay, yeah, I'll see that. I thought well, you didn't say I could have other things with it. Well, we didn't come up with this at all. <laughs> This, this, is, this, was you. this was you who came up with this. This is all you, Bridget. I mean, if it... If, 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 yeah, I was thinking of literally one ingredient, like, or one thing. Yeah. yeah. What do you think yours would be, then? Bag of ice cream. What? It can only be one thing, though. It can't be as part of a meal made out of it, or... Because then that's other ingredients with it. Beef. You're going to just cook beef? Yeah. That's all... You'll be like Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I'm on the carnivore diet. And he's quite angry. Yeah, he's not yeah. a happy man. So I'd, I'm not sure about just red meat. You could have steak tartare. You could have... There's all no, the different could... cuts of beef. I'm, I'm with you on this, Bridget. I think you would turn into Jordan Peele. If you, if you'll be angry yeah. if you get sick yeah. because you've not prepared it properly. You're basically... It's just you've got water, that's all, to make you feel better. I'm, I'm having beef. I know James is about to pick ice cream, so I don't know why he's looking at me in judgment. What? Is it ice cream? Yeah. That's the only thing you can eat? <laughs> yes, forever. If you say one thing forever. One thing, just one thing forever. Ice cream, please. So, we Great. need to get to the bottom of this. Side dish, you're having steamed spinach yeah. with butter and garlic. Mm. And salt and pepper. And salt and pepper. And also, your dad's roast potatoes. If you had to pick... For this pasta dish, yeah. the spinach would go much better. I am in the rare position here, which I'm not usually on this podcast, where I just want to see these potatoes make an appearance because, yeah. you know... You really sold them to us. It's quite nice that your dad has this thing that everyone always talks about. My niece made a video of him um, making chips. Like a documentary? It's like a little film when she was at film school. Well, as part of her course, I'll email it to you and then you'll see. I feel like the documentary chips have got to be on there, right? Yeah, yeah. If the chips and potatoes are so good... They are. ...that... Your niece has made a documentary about your dad making them. Yeah. I feel like to boot them off the menu in favour of steamed spinach. It's not good enough, is it's it? An, it's a bit of no. a burn. Well, I would have picked dad's potatoes over spinach, I think. Right. If, if you said no, mm. I would have thought, well, that, could we not put it with the starter then, maybe? Let's do that. Let's put spinach with the starter and the side of your dad's roast potatoes. Yeah. What's your dad's name? Pete. Pete's potatoes. It's a documentary, like a chef's table it's documentary. It's not a documentary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a little short film <laughs> loudest Benita's ever laughed on the podcast <laughs> don't think there's any <laughs> your dream drink now this seems even harder for you one drink out of all the things I've drunk yeah okay so water is always my favourite drink okay but you got that 
that's I've in the bank. That. I've got that anyway, so that's good. I had a lavender cocktail once. Right. That was so nice. I had about six or seven. Nice. Ooh. What was in it, and where was it from? I can't remember what it. I looked it up the, last night. It was at Soho Hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get onto their menu, cocktail menu, to find it, but I couldn't. It was in a tiny little glass, and it had lavender on the top, and it was very lavendery. Mm. God, it was so good. Now this is interesting, though. On this podcast, we always every week we have a uh, a secret ingredient that is something that we don't like. That if the guest says it, they get kicked out of the dream restaurant. And it's not lavender this week, but it has been lavender in the past. I guess we'd be absolute fraudsters if we sat here and said that cocktail sounds delicious when the listeners know we don't like lavender. I'm not a lavender fan with the smell of it, the um, taste of it. Absolutely not. Don't mind the look of it. Got lavender in my garden. Yeah. Been, to a, been to a lavender farm before. Smell it's smells. a lovely day out. Like smell? Mm. But not a huge fan. I like the smell. You like the smell? Yeah. It's a nice smell. Just don't want to eat it. Do you like I- palmer violets? No, I think it's oh, more. Oh, that'd be a nightmare for the ant folk, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I'd I'd suck it to nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> the amount of times I've got to not say that's what you said to the yeah, school I know. is so difficult. But there's no <laughs> really to watch difficult. to watch all of our eyes no, go upwards. Not. There, imagine the squirrel and then come back. Was yeah, <laughs> just knowing that. Bridget said, no, don't mention the squirrel again, so I can't do it. But she just said, I'd have to suck it to nothing. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of listeners at multiple points during this podcast, yeah. from when you told us to not mention the squirrel again until now, there's been a few moments where I've been like, don't say that. Yeah, that's but what you I've said to the squirrel. Said, that's what you said to the squirrel quite a few times. You can, anytime you feel, if it pops into your head, yeah. you, it's fine. Well, it's no, only then, then, oh, well, I don't know why I find it so funny, but um, it is funny. I'll tell you why it's funny. You vaselined up a pole in your garden, and then because of that, a squirrel then did a little um, stripper slide uh, twirl down the pole, and then you went out and you felt bad, so you rubbed it off. <laughs> so that's funny, <laughs> and then it's. <laughs> Everything on top of that yeah. that you might have said to the squirrel. Oh God! I think, I think it's knowing that the squirrel has done the pole dance first. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> makes that's me laugh. Probably why it's... he was absolutely fine. He just yeah. sort of went like that a bit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> looked came, around. Came it. back for more later. Yeah. Oh dear. She's gone again. Yeah, that's it. What do you know what right. the booze was in this lavender cocktail? Oh yeah. god. I honestly did try to look it up. Yeah. So it mainly just tasted of lavender. No, I think because there was lavender on the top that when I was drinking it it smelt like lavender. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But it was so good. I couldn't stop drinking them. It was a very dense definitely had egg white. Oh top. yeah. Okay, cool. It's in Six t- or seven tiny you tiny had. little glass. Oh, you got barely nothing. I mean it was in one of those Posh little glasses that are only that deep. Right, okay. So it was Fine diddy. Thimble. So you're smashing yeah. them back, yeah. yeah. As it's the dream restaurant. Seven of those? You can, yeah, you can have seven of those, or we can bring a pint of it, whichever you prefer. <gasps> a ten is a nice round number. For okay, me. yeah. <laughs> we'll bring you ten in the little glasses, perfect. God, I'm going to enjoy this so much. I, I did also, I can't have another drink, can I? Well, what, what would you, what, what you want to mention? The wine here? that Jesus gave his disciples. <laughs> At the Last Supper. No, I mean, yeah. can you imagine if you could get some of 
from the actual. Yeah, if you could lay your hands well, on a bottle of that. What? 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 It's aromatized wine. They've said they know mean, from from the diet. Do you mean Roman time. times wine? <laughs> that, that's very funny. Um, that, that was very that's good, pretty clever, good. Clever that, humor. that was very yeah. good. Um, bean stew, lamb, olives, unleavened bread, aromatized wine. That's what they had. That was the meal. So, you, so you're Catholic, right? Yes, brought up very staunch Irish Roman Catholic. Have you always known the full menu of Jesus's meal with the disciples, the Last Supper? No, I knew there was one. We had a a big tableau of the Last Supper in our we, our house had all you know iconography everywhere. Uh-huh. We had a big gold Last Supper sculpture, right? Sort of thing that I used like to, a scene. Yeah, but it was like solid painted gold. Yeah, but I just used to think about who was there and what did they have and did, they, did anyone get a bit pissed and did anyone not like the meal? I bet Judas didn't like the meal. Probably feeling a bit awkward. A bit, yeah. yeah. Nervous. Lost his appetite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> knew, what, knew what he had to I do. I wonder like how it. much Jesus would have eaten. Mm. Not much. He didn't look like an eater from the pictures, right? <laughs> no, well. Doesn't look like. But there are, I mean, the, the pictures that we've the photos. drawn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> From the photos. All the photos of him. <laughs> Maybe at that last supper he was like, fuck it, I'm dying tomorrow, and just ate loads. Had, and was like, had loads. Half yeah. the potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is a direct quote, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck it, I'm dying tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, I'm dying tomorrow, pass the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Put that on uh, no context off menu. Yeah. Make sure you cite Jesus as the person yeah. who said that to us. Actually, the sad thing about when most people die, we're talking about not in accidents or things like that, when, when the majority of people die, it's a very um, ca- calm process. Mm-hmm. And we're normally quite heavily medicated, so we don't know that much about what's happening towards the end. Uh-huh. But it's a shame because I think we're, we're probably not hungry when we're dying. Yes. And like you like to think that you would go out with a bang and have all the best stuff that you've always loved and perhaps yeah. for whatever reason not indulged. But actually, you probably just really don't feel like it anyway. And I guess, yeah, I guess that's the sad thing is most people don't know when their last meal is. Mm-hmm. No. So you don't get that chance of going like, this is what I'm going to eat before I die. Unless you're on death row, for example. Yeah. Or Jesus. Yeah. You have a last supper, call your mates together. Do you think he called it the last supper to them? Probably not. No. Didn't want to spoil the surprise? No. This wine, yes. if you had it for your meal, would you want it how it was then or now it's aged over all centuries? If it didn't make me sick, yeah. I would want the wine untreated that, that they had. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if I just had the tiniest, tiniest amount, yeah. that would be much better than having just the same type. Uh-huh. Is it red or white? Red, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, this is original blood of christ right this is the first the first one this is og blood of christ would you just say i'll have the blood of christ please instead of wine og blood of christ no i don't think i would no i'd say can i have the wine that jesus had on his at his last supper if there was any left please i feel like if it's just a lick of it (laughs) yeah you could have a lick you know you would just do that wouldn't you Oh, that's bitter. Yeah. So, you, so you just dipped your finger into that glass of water there and licked it in front of us. Well, yeah, just so to show you that's what, what... Yeah, but that's what... Just for, the, for the listener. Yeah. yeah. That's what you would do. You would dip your finger into the 
glass. Because I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have a big glug of it. Would you have it before the ten lavender cocktails, or would you drink the ten lavender cocktails and then lick Jesus's blood? I would. I would have it with a clean mouth, so I would yeah. drink lots of water. Yeah. I would have this wine before I'd eaten anything. Oh, oh so this is, yeah. the, this is like an aperitif. Well, I would fast all day. Yeah. Then I would drink lots of water. Yeah. Then I would have the wine that Jesus had. Mm-hmm. Then I would clean my mouth again with lots of water, and then I would have this meal. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh yeah, we'll allow that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll allow that. Of course, definitely. we'll allow that. Yeah. yeah. That okay? And do you still want it a lick, or do you want a whole glass? Oh, I think it would probably make me quite ill if I had a whole. Glass. So just a lick. Still. Just a lick of it. Yeah. yeah. That's what you said. Well, like squirrel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> I forgot my tea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when no. you have a baby in hospital, mm-hmm. oh my toast! I forgot my toast. When you give birth in a hospital, <laughs> yeah, a midwife comes and gives you a cup of tea and a slice of toast. Oh my really? god! And there is something so profound and moving about it. Was this the same midwife that threw the placenta in the bin? Say. No, it was a different one. It's it's the act of being given, giving birth, <laughs> which. <laughs> Just a cup of tea and a piece of toast. So yeah. simple, but yeah. yet so meaningful and so welcomed and so needed and so kind. White bread, brown bread, yeah. what's the tea like? It was like? just white, white buttered, hot yeah. buttered toast. That's what I had. Yeah. Never forget it. I even remember how much the slices of toast were toasted. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and a cup of tea. I don't know if you live with people and whether you get made cups of tea a lot, but if you haven't had a cup of tea made for you in a long time, mm-hmm. someone giving you a cup of tea is like quite a big, great thing. But, but mm. if you've just given birth and somebody gives you a cup of tea and a piece of toast, there's something really quite amazing about it. So your daughter has gone even further back now in this oh, meal. Man. Yeah, here we go. So she's, got, she's 10 when she boring. makes the starter. Two and a half when she's asleep. Well, we on could your say it was my son's birth if you want to mix it up a bit. Yeah, sure. we can do that. Because I got yeah. tea and toast at both. Oh, wow. Nice. They remembered your order the second time? Yeah. They did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have no, tea? No sugar, thanks. So I don't drink caffeinate. I, I drink Roybosch tea uh-huh. with any non dairy milk. What hospital are you in where you're going? Make sure that's Roybosch, by the no, way. No, no, no. This was the first time I drink now, during, but back then it was the, just whatever. During the birth. And Rybosh! Rybosh! <laughs> Give me the Rybosh! Well, strangely, that wouldn't have been comforting to me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Builder's tea Builder's yeah. is much Far more... Yeah. Uh, and, and I had my children before I used to drink Rybosh so tea. Is this an extra course, James? What's going on here? Yeah, we... so... Uh, yeah, so now I'm trying to... Right, so where would we factor this thing? So I'd like for you to have the cup of tea and mm-hmm. toast. It's a, nice, um, it's a lovely memory. Instead of poppadoms. We could swap them out, could we? Okay, if you want to swap them out, because that's bread. Yeah. Toast. Yeah. So if you want to swap, if you're you're not really that bothered about the poppadoms. No. We can switch them out. So then you're getting there, you're washing your mouth out with water, you're licking the blood of Christ, you wash your mouth out with water again. Well, I haven't called it the blood of Christ, you called it. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're washing your your mouth out, washing your mouth out with the water again. So then you're giving birth. Yeah. After that, yeah. so you would have to go through the whole birth for this tea and toast to taste the same, I think. Yeah, okay, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. So you do that, and then you get the tea and toast, and then we start your meal. Is there, would there be a worry that if you've just had the blood of Christ and then you give birth, that you think maybe you've given 
yeah. birth to a new Jesus. Maybe would that, would that... It would be a new Jesus. I, I wouldn't make that connection no, myself. Okay. No, no okay. Uh, only... Well, I mean, yeah. you know, but if it's sudden, yeah, if you're not... Well, when you're licking the blood of Christ, are you pregnant? In this, is that what you imagine now? Or do you lick the blood of Christ and suddenly you're giving birth? That sounds like immaculate conception. It, it yeah. does sound a bit of a coincidence. And if you turn up pregnant, you really shouldn't be licking the wine anyway. Yeah. I've only had it a tiny bit on my okay, finger. And that's yeah, it's like okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, they change their minds all the time about what pregnant women are allowed to have yeah, yeah, and not true. have. Yeah. yeah. So I think turn up. I've, I've fasted all day. Yeah. Massively pregnant, yeah. my waters have broken. Yes, is that which the water a mouse, you want? A mouse ran over in real life. Huh? A mouse ran over my amniotic fluid when they broke in my flat. <laughs> Did it thrust? Did it stop in the middle of it and do and do some thrust? Slip over. And put his hands behind his head. I was so angry. <laughs> and do three little thrusts in your amniotic fluid. <laughs> I was so angry. Yeah. We used to live in a flat that just was infested with... We, we couldn't get rid of them. Yeah. We had everyone, you know, what are they called? Exterminators. The... Yeah, all those yeah. people just couldn't get rid of them at all. And I remember my waters broke on my bedroom floor and then just a mouse ran over them and it made me feel really sick and angry. Yeah. Um, at least you saw the mouse run over like, them. So imagine if your waters had broke and you looked down and there was just a mouse in them and you would have thought, is that... Was that the baby? Was I pregnant with a mouse? <laughs> Is that the baby? Just looking up at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. Really ruined the moment. I yeah. bet it did. And then am I having my dessert now? Yeah. My mum's apple pie. Lovely. Very nice. Most of this meal has been cooked by your family, which is yeah. wonderful. And very connected to family. Even the opening drink is from Jesus, everyone's granddad. Yeah. It's lovely. Your son and daughter are in this. Your parents. Husband not getting a look in. Well, no, he, does. <laughs> <laughs> he does make really good roast dinners as well. Yeah. But the potatoes must well, always be a letdown, though. I mean, they? I can't. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a really good cook as well. But mm. we're talking about just one thing here. Sure. Yeah. He, every time he makes the potatoes, it's a very stark reminder that he's you know, constantly I in competition. Say, I have to say, oh, they're much better than Dad. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your mum's apple pie. I thought about all the lovely desserts that I've had. Really fantastic food. But mm. if we could go back yeah. and me watching her mixing it and making it. Mm. She was really good at baking and she went mad once because she used to make a Black Forest gatto and my brother Pete used to sell it at school. She found out. <laughs> we went mad. Hold on. How was he, he doing that without her finding s- out? slices. How, how, how did he get busted? He must have had some money, and they've said, where did you get that from? Or maybe my uh, older brother, because, you know, I've got eight brothers and sisters. Wow, I didn't know that. So, like, one Did you not? Yeah, no. so, like, one cake. We would have had to have just one little slice each, yeah. presumably. Mm. Yeah, so she was really good at baking. And it would always be really crusty on top. There's paint. Oh, really mm. nice. Is there cinnamon in it? No, just really simple apple, that's it. Yeah. What are you having with the apple pie? Well, there is a town in the south of France called Mirepoix. It's a little medieval town. And we always, every year, used to go on holiday, me and my husband and kids, to a little French holiday camp place called Domaine de l'Esplanade, which is in Kian. So you fly into Carcassonne and then you drive about 40 minutes south towards the Pyrenees. And this little town, market town, Mm. used to have a ice cream van which was from a farm which was about 
25 kilometres away, that used goat's milk Mm -hmm. for its ice cream. Mm -hmm. I've got a feeling this is the ingredient that you're going to kick me out. But they did a rose ice cream. That's been on the list That has been on the list as well, but not today. today. You're safe. You're safe. And when did we first have it? Six, seven years ago? And we still talk about it. Yeah. We would drive, it would take a couple of hours to drive there and we would go there only for that. Yeah. And we went before Brexit and then we went after Brexit and it's the same guy selling us and he said, are you English? And I said, Jenny said, no rose ice cream for you. And I said, I voted remain. He was joking. But every, everyone in the queue was like laughing at us. Was, Please let me have, we've, we've, we've come from London just to have your vote. Yeah. I mean, really something else. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> if, you're, if you're into ice cream, I'd, I'd almost like to take you there. I'd go. To Mirepoix. I'd go to Mirepoix with you and go and have the rose goat's milk ice cream. James, it will blow your mind. I'd love it. I've never been a fan of rose things. Normally I'm not into rose things, but if someone says it'll blow my mind... It's very delicate. I would like to know what you've had that has... Because people tend to put too much in. Yeah, or... it's quite. I find it too heavy and too sort of floral. You, you and... just need a, a, the tiniest, tiniest drop so that actually it doesn't taste of rose. It's just when you're eating it, you just get this... Like you're in a garden and you've just walked past, you know, some rose... Actually, it's, is it Peter? David Austin roses, they're the ones that smell. A lot of roses don't have a scent now, which is really sad. Actually, <clears throat> you know, even with my salad from the 80s, can I have roses? For, but there is a particular type, they're called David Austin roses, and they always have an amazing smell. It's just like you're in a garden and you could just... You don't even know where the roses are. That's, that's how you should mm. use floral stuff in cooking, I think. Just that's so that great. it gives you just a memory of something. Oh, that's cool, yeah. A memory of being in a garden. That's the thing with food. It's just, it gets you, more than anything else, more than music, smells get me and tastes more mm-hmm. than, of, of all the senses. Yeah. They're the things that bring me back. A homemade apple pie to me is my mum, who sadly died in 1997, but if I, if I saw a homemade apple pie, I'd be right back to my kitchen when I was little yeah. mm. with her wooden spoon and her cardigan. And I'd be like, well, this is the best apple pie ever because of what I'm thinking about when I'm eating mm. it as well, you know? Yeah. Food's really good like that. And you want the rose goat's milk ice cream on the so, side? No, it can't be in the same bowl. I'm sorry. Different bowl. I don't like food being contaminated by... I like eating food together, but say if I had a chocolate tart at the end of a meal and it came with something that would have to be in a different bowl even if it was like a a bit of ice cream or cream no it can't be together it would ruin it uh i'm going to read your order back to you now bridget and see how you feel about it water you would like still water and then you wash your mouth up with it and then you're gonna have a lick of the last supper wine and then you're gonna wash your mouth up with all the water again and then you're gonna give birth and then the midwife's going to bring in a slice of uh, toast with some tea, a cup of tea. And then you would like for your starter, your daughter's mackerel tart with 1980s salad and some spinach. Main course, you would like linguine with fresh pesto and pine nuts in Sardinia with your two-and-a-half-year-old daughter sleeping on your shoulder. Your side dish, you would like Pete's potatoes yes. as your side. Your drink, you would like uh, 10 lavender cocktails from the Soho Hotel. Your dessert, your mum's apple pie... And uh, mini pois, rose, goat's milk ice cream. You want to taste it and then just feel like you're in a garden 
And then you look round in the garden and there's a pole and it's got Vaseline on it <laughs> and a little squirrel just spirals down that pole and then you feel bad, so you rub it off. <laughs> nice meal? Well, I mean, that is a meal for the gods. Yeah. It is a meal for the gods. I feel, I feel quite uh, overwhelmed. So does the squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel overwhelmed. Take that squirrel's day. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? I, I do have to say, I, I wouldn't just end a meal like that. I mean, you haven't offered people coffee or, or yeah, cheeses sure. or anything like that. Mm. Could I have a filter coffee, please? Yes. Which you cannot get anywhere. <laughs> drives me bloody mental. <laughs> yeah, you can have filter. You can't get filter coffee anywhere. <laughs> You can have a filter coffee. A filter definitely. coffee, please, with yeah. any non-dairy milk on Absolutely. the side. Absolutely. Thank you very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant, Oh, my restaurant, God, Bridget. thank you Bridget. so much for having me. Well, there we are, the off-menu menu of Bridget Christie. Thank you so much to Bridget for coming in, and so sorry to that poor squirrel. Sorry to the squirrel, thank you to Bridget, and thank you to all of you for listening to this series of Off Menu. It's been a wonderful ride, hasn't it, Ed? It has. It's been a really good series. There's a lot of rumours bouncing around. It's been mm. our best series yet. That's what people say, and by people, as you know, I mean my mother. Yes, exactly. It's your, your mother, your only link to the outside world apart from me and Benito. Yes, you and Benito tell me that the podcast has been going well this series. Yes. Um, but, you know, you could be biased. My mother, however, I know her opinions of everything else that I do so if she's saying this is good it must be good yeah but your mum says every series is the best series afterwards like the man who runs the olympics yeah yeah my mum is like the man who, who's the man who runs the olympics the olympic man who after says, every olympics he goes i think it's been the best olympics ever <laughs> i never heard him talk but i love that well me neither i mean that voice was very much off the top of the dome yeah well it was a good a good place to come from because it was i enjoyed it a lot well, look forward to Off Menu Live when you get to see a sketch with James playing Shrek and me playing the man who runs the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, there could be loads of scenarios we use for that. Yeah. Obviously, all of them would be Shrek doing an Olympic event and yeah. afterwards you just say that. That was the best Olympics ever. <laughs> yeah, every time. <laughs> and it's me introducing and what, myself. And what would Shrek say? Well, I'd introduce myself at the beginning like Johnny Knoxville does at the beginning of each Jackass yeah. thing. So I'd be like, Hi, my name is Shrek <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm going to do the pole vault. Here we go. <laughs> that was the best Olympics ever. Yep. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, Bridget did not say donkey, luckily, so we got to yes. keep her in for the whole meal. Thank you, Thank Bridget. You. Thank you, Bridget. Which also means we get to plug her show, Who Am I?, which is on the 14th to the 18th of December at the Leicester Square Theatre in London. Go to Bridget's website for details, and Bridget's website is bridgetchristie.co.uk. One of the best comedians in the world. You can't go wrong. Get your tickets now. Correct. Also, come and see me on tour. I'm also a comedian in the world. Yes. Edgamble.co.uk, on tour from February with my show Electric, and buy my vinyl from edgamblestore.com. Electric. And hey, as an end of series present to us, why don't you leave us a review, uh, whichever podcast app you use, but... You know, those those guys over at Apple, they love a review. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, mm. leave us a five star. You can write a few things in the box if you want. So we're absolute star hogs. First of all, you've got to get yourself a job at a well-known publication. And then you've got to get yourself in no. the uh, the podcast department, podcast review department. James. And then you can write us a review James. and get it published in the paper. James, that's not how the world works anymore, man. I'm surprised your mum hasn't let you know. 
Oh, I thought that's what you got to do, be a reviewer. Call your mum straight after this and ask her about podcast apps. Will do, man. The rest of you, don't go hungry and uh, always eat your food. Is that what you think the theme tune sounds like? I'm pretty sure that is. Benito's nodding at me and he looks like he thinks that's what it it's sounds like. It's sort of that through a Seinfeld. What would you do? Well, I wouldn't do that through a Seinfeld filter. Well, let me hear your one. Boom, boom, boom. Well, at the end, the end wasn't as good. The overall sound was good, but then maybe in post Benito, you could layer them both up on top of each other. And then have Shrek singing the lyrics to the off menu theme tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name is Shrek, ba, 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 and I am green. Ba, ba, ba. Hey, the donkey, ba, ba, and my princess Fiona, she is my baby. I think I was expecting the lyrics to the off-menu theme tunes to have something to do with off-menu. What is Trek singing there? <laughs> yeah, what was he going to sing? Yeah, no, I, I, the occasional references to Shrek, I'm sure, but he'd been hired to sing the off-menu lyrics. Well, yeah, it seems okay. weird you've hired Shrek to sing about off-menu, and then well, he starts talking about his girlfriend, saying like, Princess like, Fiona is my baby. He likes what he likes. <laughs> He's not going to suddenly start knowing about the podcast. He's Shrek, isn't he? There'll be about three films in Shrek, and he's very clear what he was into. Yeah, it's true. See you next series. <laughs> Bye. Don't go hungry. My name's Rob Orton, and I do the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. The Rob Orton Daily Podcast is a daily podcast that is quite short. Some are two minutes long, some are ten minutes long, and they are stories and poems, and basically all the thoughts I've ever had that I like enough to want to share with people. And the Rob Orton Podcast is available on Apple, Acast, Spotify, all the other places where you normally get your podcasts. And on social media, it is at Rob Orton Podcast. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. 
Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.